Welcome, Welcome to Fightconomy. Here, Here we cover everything from finance, economy, and how it affects you. Please welcome your host, Kyle Talks. Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? So lovely to see you. A day late. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. It's out there. It's out there, okay? It's, it's, I was, you know, being Secret Service, having to, you know, to, you know, be, you know, I'm just out there the way the social, the, you know, the, the way the current, my bank account is set up based on the socioeconomic problems of this country right now. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that would lead here. Welcome. I hope that was at least somewhat amusing and not super cringe. Welcome to Phyconomy, where we talk about everything from the fi- from finance to economy and how it affects you. This is your first time listening to this series, to this segment. I, my overall podcast is called Kyle Talks, where I talk about society, business, culture, encouragement, and I like to interview people about those same things. And so if you're interested in that, those are my main shows showing up midweek every week. And I do this every weekend just to show what's going on. We should know what's go- where our finances are going. We should know how it affects us, and we should plan accordingly. I think I'll, I'll get into my little beliefs for like twenty seconds here. But I have a I have a very strong belief that Americans are joyfully ignorant of how to spend their money, um, and they think that's a luxury they can have, but it's actually not a luxury we can afford. So we need to be financially literate, at least a little bit. You don't have to know the whole, like, the Fed board of the progressives and the instituments of, um, what was the word? Inflation. Like, you don't have to know what all that stuff means. You just have to know what's basically going around with your dollar bill. That's all. You don't got to know all this fancy jargon. You don't have to, you don't have to know all these big words. And if anyone tells you you do, tell them, no, I don't, because I listen to Kyle Talks by Economy. And we got some good ones today. So the basics of the show, we got three to five big things every week, depending on how heavy the news is that week and what's going on fin- uh, financially. And we talk about it. We break it down to make it super simple to understand and easy to understand. And then we go from there and then we learn how to apply it. So we do have some good ones. We're talking about some deep things. Are we going to a Russian in a recession in a Russian? Are we going into Russian? Are we going to recession Inflation is still high and people are getting jobs but can't pay for anything. That's weird, right? So let's talk about it, getting to our first article today. Economists heavily weigh on the potential of being in a recession. That is the headline. Here's what I will tell you, my little added piece to that headline. So imagine that headline, right? Here's the Kyle Talks uh, editorial. Economists heavily weigh the potential, question mark, of being in a recession, period. And here comes my statement. Even though, by government definition, we are currently in one, exclamation point. Let's talk about that. I know we've talked about this before in some other episodes about the potential of being in a recession. And for those who don't know, the by the book set definition by the U.S. government is to two quarters and a quarter is three months for those who don't know of the u.s economy and it's two quarters of falling gdp now if you don't know what gdp is it's gross domestic product to make it super easy it's just the stuff we make as americans the stuff we make in america so we make less stuff there's less money money there's less money being spent there's not as much stuff 
Oh my gosh, words are hard. There's not much stuff being pushed out and stuff like that. So GDP is like, we're making less, we're buying less. That's all you got to know. That's all that means, right? So we're making, we make less things for two months in a row. And then technically we're in a recession because people have less money. There's less stuff being, that's how it works, right? So by definition, we actually in a recession at the moment. We've had two failing months of GDP. Now let's get into some of these really smart people and what they're saying. So Stephen Hankey, he's an econ professor at Johns Hopkins, which is a very prestigious school. In addition to Stefan Roach, and he's a professor at Yale. Sorry if I butchered your guys' names. They both simultaneously are talking about the recession. and They weighed in each of them saying the following. Steve talks about having, we will have a bad recession. This may not be on par with the likes of the Great Depression, but we come close to it based on what's happened the past two years financially. Stephen Roach adds that it would be a miracle if we did not be getting a recession by 2023. Those are two highly decorated professors in the field of economy and finance and all that kind of stuff. And I have to agree, if we look at some of the back facts, we've had trillions being pumped into the market two years ago. And we're talking about those stimmy, baby. We're talking about those like two or three stimmies we all got and they begged us to spend it. And now they're begging us to not spend money. That's rather interesting. Other Smart econ peeps are saying that the econ is growing bigger. Some other financial and economical, economic, I can't spell, economical institutions are saying that the economy is growing, that jobs are being taken more and more, but prices are out, prices are outgrowing the growth of the economy. So this is weird and it's, I'm getting like super weird vibes from all of this. And I, that's what you should be getting from these articles. So the economy is growing, right? People are getting more jobs, but prices are growing faster than people can work and spend. Interesting. That doesn't sound like we're not in a recession to me, but you know, there's that. The U.S. has made 1% less stuff, GDP, over the past year, and for the past few months, it has made less than 5% stuff. Yes, that is a lot of less stuff. What does that mean? We're producing less, even though people are hiring more. No one is everyone prices are still skyrocketing because of inflation there's a lot of money out there people the federal the money managers of america which is the federal reserve they don't want us to spend so prices can come down and we can start buying at acceptable levels even though people have jobs prices are still going up people are still paying for these high prices there so it's on the it's on the government and it's on us because we keep paying for these prices but how are you supposed to get around it if you need these things to survive? How can you not pay for basic goods? That's a good question. Job markets are good and mostly everyone is employed, but why are prices high? That is a that so we are continuously adding to this like dilemma that we are currently in and that's because prices are skyrocketing for basic goods. Everyone's getting a job, but where's all that money going? to skyrocketing goods. Now think like a capitalist, a negative capitalist for a second. Think of the most like, I know capitalism gets a bad rap. I'm a big capitalist, capitalism fan. Don't get me wrong, but I know it's not, I, it's not near perfect. So there's that. I, and I love capitalism and it's nowhere near perfect, right? But let's put on the hat of a greedy capitalist right now, right? Let's do it with me. Imagine you're like a super greedy capitalist millionaire. And here's what you're thinking. You own a little store, right? Let's say your store is called the basic store. Just your basic needs, food, water, 
couple of blankets here and there, um, you know, stuff like that, milk, chicken, some basic meats. And you're like, huh, job rise, jobs are, everyone's getting a job so they can pay for my stuff, right? And they keep paying at higher prices. Why don't I just keep increasing the prices because they're paying for it and my and I make so much more money and they have to buy it because who doesn't need basic food items at the basic store? And boom, there you go. That's what's going on. Now, that is a very oversimplified. You could, there's also a lot of things that go into it. Like imagine you're that basic store owner and people say, so you, you're buying your goods from someone, right? And then you're reselling it to the public. Now think like an even bigger greedy capitalist. You're like, huh, I have cows, chicken, meat. I have a fabric store. I sell clothes. I do it all. And this guy from the basic store is buying from me and people are paying his prices. What if I charge him more because people are paying more for his stuff, which is really my stuff because he buys it through me. Now you're starting to get the picture. You see it? Do you see it? Are you starting to form it a little bit? That is also a dramatic oversimplification, but it kind of gives you an idea as to what's going on. Um, and there's also people who are good capitalism owners, business owners, and there's people charging them more for their goods. So they have to charge you, the buyer, more because they're getting charged more. So there's a lot of intric intricacies with it. Sorry, I can't say that word correctly, but you see what I'm saying? I hope you kind of get the idea of what's going on here. People have to spend more to survive and everything's going up. So even if you're a good business owner, like a non-greedy cap capitalism business owner, you still will unfortunately have to charge people more because the prices of everything are going up inflated for the, through the example we just shared. And also just through basic like necessities of stuff just costs more. So it costs more to make stuff. So I have to charge you more to deliver those goods to you. So that's kind of like an oversimplification but I hope you're kind of getting the idea and the image we're trying to paint here, especially with recession and making less stuff and stuff just being more expensive in general. Also to note, um, there has been noted in multiple articles, so I thought I'd add it. Energy prices are still high. Gas is still high. Don't like just because it dropped off by a dollar or so. Don't think like, whoa, gas prices are so much better. No. What's going on is they're getting used to they're getting you used to hot. And this is I'm not saying some conspiracy stuff, but this is what's going on politically there. Since it's I, I forgot I even mentioned this. It is election season. They're going to make everything seem as good or as worse as possible and look like they have the fix or it wasn't their fault. I'm going to say that again. It's election season. No matter which side you vote for, I could literally care less what side you vote for. But both sides will say. It's an extreme problem or not a problem at all and either take quality for fixing it or put the blame on the other party. Be aware of that. You're people who listen to my podcast. You're smarter. You can think for yourself. You don't have to get bottle fed everything one or the other side says and take it positively or negatively. Think for yourself a little bit. You're so capable of having your own thoughts. That's not getting told to you what to think anyway. So keep that in mind with the whole election thing going on. Energy prices are still high. Gas is still unbelievably high, and there's political deglobalization all around the world. And we're talking about like Russia and Ukraine things still going on. And we we got a lot of commodities. What are commodities? Basic items like energy, food, stuff like that, metals from Russia and Ukraine that's getting slowed because of the war that is still unfortunately ongoing. 
there's a lot of stuff that would cause these prices and high energy prices and deglobalization of politics is still a very, very high thing. Inflation. Surprise. Who knew we'd still be talking about this a few months later because our attention span is so short. Anyways, inflation. Still at all time times high. Still at an all time high. I cannot copy articles correctly. Money Managers of America, a.k.a. the Federal Reserve. Just think of them as the Money Managers of America. That's it. Are feeling stressed and extremely anxious due to political pressures from both sides of the political spectrum, including the the appropriatement of their own job, and dealing with the facing stress of American households still dealing with over 10% inflation year over year. I rounded a little bit. It's still about 8.5% or so, but, you know, rounded up 10. Are looking to combat interest rates the hardest they have ever and the upcoming interest rate hike. What does all that mean? The money managers of America are feeling stressed because their jobs are on the line. Different political figures are pressing them like, hey, let's figure this out. For example, our president, Joe Biden, completely disregarded his responsibility over uh, over america in this way in this way i'm not saying whether i like or don't like joe biden just i don't like this one thing he did with the economy that's all we don't get political he said that he's fully putting the responsibility of this on the federal reserve which is unfortunate because he is the president and he should be in that So, you know, he's already facing pressures heavily right now from our current U.S. president. Who knows where else he's getting it from if he's already gotten it from the president publicly. They're all facing this stress because they get voted in and out as well. And also, people have been dealing with inflation for quite a while now. and People are starting to get sick of it. How will they combat it? Now, if you don't know how it works, if this is your first episode, I'll explain it to you very quickly in layman terms. But if you want to go listen to other previous Viconomy episodes, I dive into it a little deeper. But long story short of it, how do you make people spend less money? You increase interest rates. Why? Because America is built on a debt society. That's how money's created is debt. Not printed, it's debt. With credit cards, loans, and stuff. So if the Fed, which is the money managers, increase the interest rates... That means it costs more for you to use your credit card. It costs more for you to take out loans. It costs more for you to do anything that require you to get money. So what's the idea? Well, if interest rates are high, it makes people not want to spend money because it's expensive to spend money because you have to pay more back than what you originally spent. That's the crash course into how they try to control inflation, right? So if they increase the interest rates, it encourages lower spending, at least in theory. So usually what there, these increases are from like 0.10% to like 0.50 to 0.60. That's like kind of how these hikes work. These interest rate increases work. They're talking about doing a very high interest rate at 0.75%. So three quarters of a whole percent, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if you factor in the entirety of all the loans and credit card current and like credit card loans, student loans, all that kind of stuff. That is a dramatic increase and will make businesses want to spend less. And you as a consumer would probably want to spend less as well because you don't want to pay, I think right now, interest rates like three, four, 
something plus percent. I don't know exactly, to be honest with you, but when they increase it, you don't want to spend because that money's more expensive. So they're viciously trying to fight inflation by increasing interest rates more so prices don't go up as high. So people stop spending prices and prices come down. People, I've heard a lot of people ask me, DM me, Kyle, this sounds terrible. It sounds like it hurts everyone and not good at all. Well, you're half right. It is terrible, but it is good in the long run. It is terrible because what happens if you increase interest rates, you're making it harder for people to spend money, right? But if you do that, the short term is prices will come down and eventually you'll be able to buy your buy your like basics at a reasonable price compared to let's say we don't do anything and prices just keep going up and up and up. There is no hope in that. There is no like, well, I, there's nothing I can do because these prices are always going to go up. So it's a, I call it out of my research and I've done schooling on this. I've written a paper on it. So, you know, like I'm super qualified to speak on it, whatever, right? I'm being stupid. I think it is a necessary evil. It is absolutely a necessary evil that does hurt in the short term, but is much better for us in the long term. Much better. So the inflation people, they're feeling the they're feeling it. They and here's my little note that I put. They encouraged spending with trillions of dollars two years ago. I know I brought this up, but I'll bring it up again because it's pertinent to this. They encourage spending with trillions of dollars during the COVID pandemic. Some of the biggest packages we've ever seen from $750 billion to $1.2 trillion in stimulus and stimulus packages. And that's not just going to the people. That's going to businesses, PPP loans, small businesses, big businesses. If you remember um, COVID during the COVID era, the government what's it called? What's the word? Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. The government literally bailed out the airplane industry. They were supposed to fail a couple of them, but they didn't allow them to fail, which is anti-capitalism because you're supposed to let things fail. You can make an argument that it's an airplane, like people need it, right? But they bailed them out with, I mean, millions, billions of dollars. So when we have this kind of spending going on two years ago, flash forward two years later here we are guys stop spending money like let's calm let's all calm down there were way too much money right now let's let's all calm down a little bit and i know that's that's like part of the story there's also other things going on politically around the world but that is a big we we ushered in billions trillions actually you can even make the argument for and support to our economy and now we're asking now we're dealing with super high inflation now we're dealing with super high um, people making less stuff. Are we surprised? Are we surprised this is going on? No, because you saw this coming because you watched the show and you're not surprised. Let's get on to the last bit, which is interesting. It'll make you think. Rounding third base and coming home with our last main topic today. Jobs are mass hiring, spending billions in hiring new help. Jobless claims, those who are directly saying they don't have jobs, fell this last month by about 2%. So more jobs, people are hiring, and there's more jobs. Target, Walmart, and Best Buy have been, have been hiring extremely during this, last, during this last two few quarters. Target has both been indicated in multiple articles in the past year of 2022 to buying increased stock of goods and holding on to an increased stock of goods, along with their other fellow competitors, Walmart. As someone who's worked at Target, this is true. Before I continue the article, let me tell you this in support of what this article just said. 
that is so true so the target i worked at we actually had too much product so we were starting to get backed up on how much product that we had that we can hold in our warehouse so like we had to start putting it other places just raw product to keep there because we didn't have enough room to store it on our floor and we didn't have enough room to store it in our back room either that was just for my store which is a smaller target not really a big target but it was our situation get this at bigger targets at like mass targets like the target i used to work at before i moved to socal so the target i worked at back home is a massive target and i heard they had to get c trains to put some of their product in because there's too much and they're not alone because a lot of other targets i remember talking to my store director when i was there other stores had to also buy c trains which are like those big old like things that you see on trains that hold tons of product and stuff like that they had to buy multiple tons of targets had to do this had to buy those so like because they couldn't fit it on the floor and they couldn't fit it in the back room so they had to store it somewhere so we can like walk and do our job so it's crazy that is a thousand percent true because i've seen it myself at least for target walmart i can't say but target yep that is a thing also best buy has been hiring even though they're kind of going bankrupt which is weird labor costs are increasing with many places providing higher than minimum wage by over 10 percent in their fields mainly retail according to this labor statistic the labor statistics institute interesting so let's talk about that prices are crazy high we have inflation is still high we have an overstock of goods yet we're hiring tons of people and labor labor costs have gone up by one percent have gone up by one percent this past year so people are getting paid more in contrast to the eight and a half percent inflation we have i didn't even put that together till right now that just hit me that's weird people are getting paid more corporations are spending millions on hiring people they're getting more support they're getting more help and yet we still have an overstock problem we still have inflation costs are still high but people have jobs at least it's like it's almost like these people who are running like the money managers or whatever who does like the big decisions here in america they're like hey people got jobs we're good we're not in a recession people have jobs people are working we're all gonna be they're they're making money they're gonna be okay well their pay raises according to this article has gone up by one percent while inflation year over year is damn near ten percent so you know i don't know if we factor that in when we do our math equations or whatever but uh i don't know there's that i'll be nice they get a one percent raise and it's eight and a half percent inflation i'll take it down to eight and a half because that's where it's really at so we're dealing with seven and a half percent inflation still with our raise what's going on something for you to think about people are working but also we're spending that money even though prices are sky high but we need to buy basic goods now i don't have the i don't have the statistics of what the money is getting spent towards whether it's luxury or basic goods but even in that case basic goods are costing eight and a half percent more and we're only getting paid one percent more and this is strict strictly speaking of retail workers what this article is about strictly speaking about that it's not for like other departments or anything but it's just something to think about that's what we're facing right now claims are going up people more people have jobs 
but all their paychecks are going to literally just surviving. Keep an eye out for that. That's something just to make you think a little bit. Just something to make you think a little bit. Thank you guys for coming to Phyconomy. I appreciate it. What did we talk about? We talked about inflation still being high. We talked about being in a recession and how people are saying we aren't in a recession. And we talked about jobs, mass hiring, but inflation is still high. And they're spending more and more money on hiring people, but still not making any money. And people are still broke, even though they have a job. Crazy, crazy. Know what's going on. Know how you're spending your money. Know how it's affecting you. Be smart about it. You are an amazing individual and just manage your money well and make it work for you. That's what this show's about. You know what's going on and you know how to plan accordingly. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Phyconomy. If you have any questions or concerns, go ahead and email me and that's down in the show notes below. Please share, review, and like this episode. Review the podcast, share the podcast, share it with a couple of friends. I would appreciate it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for the love and support I've been getting. And thank you for listening to me talk. I really appreciate it. I will see you guys next week for your regular installment of Kyle Talks and enjoy the rest of your week and weekend, boys and girls. I will see you guys, friends, later.